98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning, 608 with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. Tig, I don't want to be insensitive here, but I've noticed something that's going on. Uh, I live on Riverside Drive, and on Riverside Drive, there's a, a I, I guess, a group of people there that kind of live on the streets or live in the woods there. They build shacks in, in the woods along the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they're homeless. I don't know what the proper term is. And a lot of times they, uh, I'll just see like a guy yesterday who was just arguing with himself for about an hour. And uh, uh, do you, do you he's suspect on he's something. on something? I yeah, don't okay. suspect. I'm 100% Pretty sure. sure. Okay. Lately, I've noticed a little trend, and a lot of times now they're wearing uh, machetes. Oh. Oh, it's right. That's a little menacing. And I, I you know, everybody's got a right to have a machete. But if you're going to talk to an ant bed for three hours, <laughs> I don't know that I want you wearing a machete. <laughs> I mean, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be rude, but I see where you're coming. Like in a way, if they are using the woods as a place to lay down at night, they might need to cut some vines or whatever with a machete. But then to see that carried around by a guy who is talking to a cloud, that's a, that's alarming to you. Yeah. What's, what are you supposed to do? I don't know. And I mean, it's at night, it's in the daytime. I was trying to walk my dog yesterday and a guy was out there just raising hell, screaming at the sky. And you know, you know, my dog's an idiot. <laughs> if there's danger, he just he he wants to be part of it. Uh-huh. I try to get him away. What did somebody tell me yesterday? Like, just don't make eye contact with him. Like, I can't help it when somebody's screaming. I have to like look over. A curious mind. Yeah. So what do you do? What are you supposed to do in this situation? I don't know, especially because your dog. If you have a dog and he doesn't understand drugs and uh, that kind of stuff, then you say a guy, your dog likes to, you know, chase after. Uh, things and he saw a guy with a t-shirt in his pocket my dog likes uh i i'll play tug of war with a sock with him or mm-hmm. something like that which mm-hmm. is a mistake because this guy named mike who i've met now and we're friends now but he was walking by and he had a uh, he had a shirt off had it tucked into his back pocket and fenton sees that and thinks it's a toy or something yeah and reaches up and rips that shirt out of <laughs> mike's pocket and the entire oh, no. a of his shorts oh my god <laughs> So, but now your friends, you're buddied up. Yeah, with I'm Mike, cool with him now. The Mike guy. But if yeah. I see Mike walking around with a machete and arguing with the ground, I don't know what to do. <clears throat> yeah, it's a hard thing because I mean, I guess legally they can carry that type of thing. But on the other hand, if he's an insane person, because remember the guy that called us a few weeks ago, and you were kind of talking about what are these people on that are making them scream at trees and stuff? What what is that drug? We didn't know, but this one guy called, and he said he was medically trained. And, in fact, his job was something in that field. And he said, listen, you don't even want to interact with these people because one moment they might be like, hey, how's it going, buddy? And the next thing, their brain is affected by this drug that the next minute they might think that you're after them or something, and they'll they'll be aggressive. Is it just me, or does it seem like people are getting more aggressive? I was driving the other day, and there's a, a guy just standing in the middle of an intersection trying to fight with cars. Uh, even yesterday, a guy was just standing there to crosswalk, you know, arms wide open, I guess trying to prevent traffic from going by and just yelling and screaming. That's weird you say that. The, I, I drove home yesterday about 11 o'clock, and you know how there's these four-way or four-lane one-way streets here? Like So one-way, four lanes. Mm-hmm. And in the middle, like not on the side, a guy's just walking with his backpack, just in the middle of the road, 
not not across the road, walking with traffic, not on the sidewalk. And I don't. And then I look over and I kind of slow down, and he's talking to the sky. So I don't know what it is, but it's uh, it's scary for me to drive to work in the mornings because if you look outside right now, as you see, it's very dark, and downtown. Uh, I wouldn't say it's not well lit, but it's dark enough. That, you know, they're not wearing reflectors, the folks that are in the streets. And, you know, I, every day I kind of work, I'm like super hyper cautious because I don't want to hit somebody. But it's a big problem, I think. And I don't speak on this without compassion. I have a lot of compassion. No, we're not doing that. I'm just, I think we're talking real that. I mean, this is a problem this city all, has. I think this a is jit, a great yeah. city, but this is a, a major problem we're going to have to deal with at some point. And I don't know the answer to it, so I can't really criticize anybody that works for the city because I wouldn't know what to do either. It's a hard thing. I mean, you know, there's cities that I, I heard about that will buy people tickets to just leave the city, you know, like airplane tickets, but it doesn't help because then that problem just becomes somebody else's problem, right? Do you think that's true, though? Do you think that's what I really do? I've heard it, too, but it's like I almost wonder if it's a rumor. Maybe it's a rumor, but that's what I've heard. That They'll just be like, hey, where do you want to go? We'll pay for your ticket. Put you on a bus, put you on an airplane. Just don't be here. That kind of thing. So, anyway, I feel for you, man. I don't have any machete wielding folks in my hood yet. Not yet. <laughs> it's coming. Give it, give it a day or two. It's six thirteen. Good morning. Ninety-eight-five. The bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Ninety-eight-five. The bull. Today's hot country. Uh, Tig and Daniel. You know, the, Daniel. The older I get, the the more dumb I realize I am. Like, I think when you're in your 20s, you think you got it all figured out. Then you get to be like 40 and you go, I, I really actually know nothing. You start to learn about yourself a little bit. Mm -hmm. And did you see, here's where we are. I'm going to tell you why I'm so stupid. It's brought to you by Hugh McDougal Dentistry. Did you see that the uh, Tulsa State Fair is getting underway? And people are like, no, this fair is a big deal. And I go, yeah, I understand what a fair is. It's a you know, fun time for everybody. No, 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 you don't get it, Ty. The fair is a huge deal in Tulsa. And I get, yeah, I, I understand what a fair is. You got a tilt-a-wheel and you got uh, funnel cakes. I get it. Meanwhile, I read this story this day, today. Um, the fair starts today at noon. Do you know how many people they expect to be at this fair over the course of the uh, days that it's open? 10,000? 1 million. Get out, get out of That's here. That's what it says. A million people? Yeah, so this whole time I've been like cavalier. I'm like, yeah, 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 I got it. It's a fair. They said a million people. That's what it says. That's like 100,000 people a day if it's 11 days, right? Quote, fair organizers expect around 1 million to attend this year's fair. End quote. So there you go where I'm like, and you were like the same way about the weather. People go, hey, man, Oklahoma weather, you better look out for it, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I understand what a cloud is. And then it shocked you, too. Yeah, right. Yeah, they were like, hey, summers are brutal here. And I'm like, yeah, pfft, I'm from Alabama. I know what a hot summer is. Then meanwhile, it's like an oven. <laughs> I know. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. And when somebody says something to me in Oklahoma, I'm going to go, I'm going to take it as gospel. Yeah. So a million people expected the fair opens today at noon. Did you see that uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter has been in the news lately? I guess he uh, has been looking for that Brian... Laundry, am I saying that right? Is that the guy that uh, the Gabby Patino and the the missing girl yeah. and everybody's been talking about? Yeah, supposedly I saw on the news the other day the dog the bounty hunter and went knocked on the parents' door and all that. He's anyways back in the news and it's it's they say that he's now pitching a new reality show. Yeah, and I, I say say no more. Get this guy back on television. I love Dog the Bounty Hunter. 
Yeah, I was going to ask, when he goes to knock on the door, does he have a camera crew with him? Are they recording this stuff in case an episode I didn't gets see made? a video of it, but I know that he was looking around. But I don't even know why Dog the Bounty Hunter isn't on television anymore. What, why would in the world would they cancel him? That was a great show. No, I think he said something like racist or something, and that got him canceled. Oh, thank you for telling me that. You don't remember After that? I that was a big controversy, oh, I think. No. Oh, I, I think you're right. I think they did catch him on something about he went on a rant. Yeah, I think yeah. his daughter. So, yeah. Look at Daniel go. Well, thanks for throwing me right under the bus. Get him back on television. I enjoyed the show. Maybe I don't agree with everything that he says, but he's a bounty hunter. That show was so funny because they would like, you know, they like hated whoever they were chasing, right? Like they just wanted, they're like, you know, cussing this person's name and then they would get to this person. And then it was always like a full house episode at the end where, you know, now they're talking to the cat. They're like, man, you're going to be all right. And then they give him a cigarette and (laughs) they take him to jail. They savagely beat him and spray him with pepper spray. Then they're the nicest people in the the world. You'll be all right, young blood. (laughs) Cigarette. Yeah, pretty much. I do feel, I feel, uh, I feel for dog. He lost his wife. Yeah, he did. Uh, That was sad. They seemed very close, but well, thanks, Ty. Yeah. Now uh, you've really done it for me. Well, you're welcome. I'm here to inform Daniel. (laughs) I wonder if they'll give him a new show. I, I think he got canceled for Will. So Donald we'll Trump see. Jr. was uh, tweeting about him. He says, I have more faith in Dog the Bounty Hunter finding this scumbag than the FBI. Well, may he catch them then. We don't know. If you had to hide out, if you had to go hide right now, mm-hmm. you had an hour to hide somewhere in Tulsa, where would you hide? Underwater. You can't hide underwater, idiot. Yeah, you die of drowning. I get a scuba tank. That'll last 30 minutes. They're never going to look at the I want you to be serious. Room. If you had to evade police, where would you go? I guess I would get in my car and go to Arizona. But I'm sorry I'm not so fascinating, but what else would I do? You get on the road, Stug. The cameras will catch your okay, license okay, plate. Okay, that's a good one. Go out to the woods, I guess. Live among nature. Get a horse. Build a water wheel. I'm getting in the sewers. Like those turtles did? <laughs> Not like the turtles, but the if I Ninja had to turtles? hide somewhere for a, you know, a few days, ah. I'd get in the sewers. Yeah, you do know. You've gone underground in Tulsa. I that, have, yeah. yeah and so. listen, there's some, that's some scary stuff down there. Police will get to walking down there and be like, nope, head on back. <laughs> Let them run. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm going to eat, but uh, maybe I could in cook the a- sewer? I could build a fire and cook a mouse. Could be. Yeah. All right, well, we know where to find you if you're ever- Yeah, I shouldn't have revealed yeah, that. Yeah, why'd you tell us? It's uh, 6.30 now at 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Remember, 7.40, we talked about the fair being open, a million people coming to the fair, and you could be one of those million, but you would be a VIP. Hey, now. Not just a regular one of the millions. A VIP to see Chris Jansen at the fair. Your chance at 7.40, Tig and Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning, Ty and Daniel. Hey, who is this? Michelle. Michelle, good morning. Uh, so we were talking about Daniel sees uh, some folks at his neighborhood. Like, he uh, appeared to be homeless. And I had mentioned that I think some cities buy homeless people a ticket out of town. They just say, if you take this ticket, you know, we'll give you a free ride out of town. Right. And you see and that to be true? I- I will say that it is true, especially with California. Um, California is notorious for buying problems, you know, people with problems, whether it's drugs or even with the law. They will buy them tickets and ship them off to Hawaii. And you were saying you just moved here from Hawaii. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just moved here from the Big Island of Hawaii, and and even though California denies it, a lot of the people there will tell you that they are from California. Well, a couple of questions. What do you think about Tulsa so far? I enjoy Tulsa. Um, I had to move outside of Tulsa city limits. Uh, it got to be a little bit much with, <laughs> um, you know, with a lot of the problems that are going on here. So I did move outside of those city limits, but um, I you, enjoy coming into Tulsa. <laughs> why'd you move away from Hawaii? Um, I Well, for me, I was a tour guide. And so when COVID hit, I lost my way of living. And so I came here to, you know, try to continue making a good life for me and my family. So from Hawaii to Tulsa, how did you choose Tulsa out of every place you could have gone? Well, Tulsa was, I'll be honest, Tulsa was not my first choice, um, <laughs> but I landed in Tulsa. <laughs> um, but the plans that I had made for, you know, where I was going to go stay until we had our own place, they all fell through. And so I had to tell God, um, I need you to take over this. I have nothing now. Mm -hmm. And I walked into the gas station and got offered a job on the spot. I mean, no application, no interview, no nothing. I got offered a job on the spot. And I said, okay, I guess Tulsa it is. Wait, now you didn't even apply? They just said, hey, would you like a job? Yep. I walked in and he, the owner took one look at me and said, do you want a job? Wow, look at that. That is lucky. I hear a lot of people are, like, <laughs> filling out 30, 40 applications trying to get something, but you just walk in and people are begging you to work. Well, don't hey, don't take our jobs. <laughs> okay, I promise that's commit. <laughs> yeah, she'll yeah, walk never, by and our boss will kick us to the curb and be yeah, like, get this lady in here. Never walk to the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> never, okay. That's my promise. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome to Tulsa. Yeah, you know, glad we're, you're here. We're actually pretty new to Tulsa ourselves. Uh, we moved here about Thanksgiving-ish. Is that right, Daniel? Mm-hmm. And uh, we've actually really enjoyed our time in Tulsa. It's, um, the traffic's not terrible. The prices aren't crazy. And the people are, have been, at least for us, very nice. I hope that's been your experience. I, yes. I mean, definitely the people here have Southern charm. There's a, there, I've, it's amazing how many nice people. I definitely enjoy the prices. I will agree with you on that one. Yeah, the prices. I enjoy these prices. <laughs> It's like when I got here, I thought they were giving away houses co compared to where we lived in Nashville, Tennessee. It was ridiculous. So we've really enjoyed our time in Tulsa, and we hope you uh, find the same for yourself. Absolutely. And, yeah, I guess well, we'll both be celebrating because um, I moved at the 1st of November, November 1st, and you guys came just a couple weeks later. Yeah, so. we were here just a couple weeks <laughs> after that. That's, we're, we're three peas in a pod. Yeah, look at us. Three of us. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Michelle, I hope well, you have I a great morning. Yeah, go ahead. You as well. And I was going to tell you guys, I enjoy your show every morning. Um, I make the drive from Muskogee into Tulsa to my job every single morning, and you guys are on my radio. Oh, well, I appreciate that. We're trying not to get fired. So the more people that are like you, the better off it is for my family. <laughs> <So>. Well, <laughs> well, hopefully your, your bosses hear me and they hear me say. They I will. They listen show. to every word we say, and then we get to hear about it later. So I appreciate you calling, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. You guys have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Right, See you. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning, Tig and Daniel. It's about 6.47. How you doing, Daniel? You know, Tig, I thought about something the other day we have in common. Neither one of us 
have been knocked unconscious ever. Have you ever been knocked unconscious? Nope. Not yet. What do you think it's like? Do you think you feel pain or do you just think you're just like out? You don't even know it. I think it's like, isn't it your body's way of protecting you from trauma? Like it, it shuts you down so that you don't have to know how bad it is or something. I think it's if you get hit, it slashes your brain and it makes your brain <laughs> hit. I'm serious. I think it yeah. like. So I wanted to know from somebody, uh, hey, how'd you get knocked out and what's it like? Because I've, I've never known what, I've never been knocked unconscious. I've been hit hard enough where I saw those, you know, those stars that dance. I, I sound like a crazy person, but I swear it's real. Like you'll see like spots. Who like, hit you hard enough for that to happen? Just like doing stuff around the house. Okay, what happened? Your wife did that? <laughs> yeah, she hit you with a rolling pin? Yeah, she did. Uh, no, just falling down or something hit my head hard on the concrete. You were at a pool with me once. And remember this time that uh, we were at a pool during the day, and for whatever reason, I just fell down. And I remember that didn't knock me out, but I felt like I was close. Yeah, this moron is walking around the pool, and, and somehow he doesn't trip over anything. He just collapses. <laughs> it was as though he was a uh, puppet. Right, like one of those, you know those things that they put in front of cell phone stores that dance, like those mm -hmm. big giant, it's almost like they turned off the air to it and I just collapsed down. Yeah, maybe you should go to a doctor. But uh, <laughs> I want to know from you this morning, how'd you get knocked out and what's it like to be knocked unconscious? And do you stay, do you stay, like if you're knocked out, like I see this on like MMA or whatever, right? They don't seem to be out for a whole long time. It's only like eight or ten seconds or something, right? Do you think they have like a tiny dream when they get knocked out? I don't know. That's a good question. We, I guess we got to figure this out. And when you wake up, are you like hungover or? Do you feel better? Do you feel relaxed? Like a reset in your life? I don't know. 918-879-9898. Dana wants to know. Uh, how'd you get knocked unconscious and uh, what was it like? 918-879-9898. Some, somebody has been knocked unconscious who listens, right? Probably most people at some point have been knocked unconscious or something like that. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Ty Gadeno. Good morning. It's The Bull. Ninety-eight five, the bull, John Party. There, we still got uh, those VIP tickets to go to the fair to see Chris Jansen. Seven forty. They expect a million people, but you would be one of just a few people that are a VIP at the fair. Good morning, Daniel. You had a question. I had a question. Uh, I've not ever been knocked unconscious, and to my knowledge, you haven't either. Mm -hmm. So, what I'd like to uh, hear from people this morning is, tell us about the time you got knocked unconscious, and what was it like? Hey, good morning, Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Debbie from Debbie. Broken Arrow. Debbie, have you been knocked unconscious before? Yes, I fell off a 12-foot slide when I was in the second grade. Oh, my God. One of those high Space dives first. or a, a slide, she said. Okay. It was a slide uh, in a playground. I climbed up on the uh, bar to do a somersault, and uh, I thought I was going to go down the slide, and all of a sudden um, I wake up in the hospital. So when you were knocked unconscious, did you have like a dream or any? Well, you were in second grade. You probably can't remember. No. All I remember is being um, kind of woke up and transported to the hospital by car back then. So you don't remember like the fall? I mean, you remember falling, but after that, the next thing you know, you're at the hospital. Is that right? Yes. Isn't that exactly. crazy? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, back in the not on my head. 
Back in the day, buddy, slides, they didn't give a rat's about you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's no protection. <laughs> you, you just, a good chance you're going to fall right off the edge of one. That's right, and that's what I did, face first. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, I'm glad you're okay now. But nowadays, these playgrounds, you're right, Daniel. I go to these playgrounds with my son, and the mulch is like rubber mulch. I mean, I guess. Yes, well, back then it wasn't. It was just gravel, dirt and gravel. Yeah, they didn't care about kids back Why then. Why did adults love us back then? <laughs> we appreciate the call this morning. Sure. Thank you, okay? All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, so kind of curious about these things. How'd you get knocked unconscious? What was it like? Let's hear from you. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. What was it like to get knocked out? Here's the gist. Good morning, Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull with Carrie Underwood. Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Taylor from Skyatook. Taylor in Skyatook? You sound like you're having a good morning. Uh, thanks for calling. Daniel has a question for you. Uh, have you ever been knocked unconscious? I have. Um, I was in seventh grade, and I was playing a softball tournament, and I was playing third base, and a line drive was hit directly at my face, and I dropped to the ground, and I was completely unconscious, and I woke up like two minutes later. I was on the ground, and everyone surrounded me, and all I remember, there was no dream or anything, but all I remember was I felt like my nose was flat, and I felt like I had no nose at all, but just... <laughs> extreme pain <laughs> oh no how did you look like that voldemort from uh, harry potter <laughs> that's what i felt like honestly i was like i was just i could remember not filling my nose but i just felt pain <laughs> did, did you uh dream when you were knocked out or is it just like nothingness no. no there was no dream it was just black it so, was just the black the two minutes you were knocked out, did it seem like just a second to you? Like, or did you feel like it was two minutes? I mean, was it like hit by ball, then boom, wake up immediately in your head? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it felt like. I did not feel like I was passed out. Golly, ain't that minutes. crazy? <laughs> well, how's your nose now? Because uh, when I played ball, I got hit in the nose and my nose is crooked now. It, yeah, I had surgery on it and oh. it's still pretty crooked. They yeah, never see, really fixed it. You gotta see Tig's nose. He looks like that Gonzo from the Muppets. <laughs> My parents didn't love me as much as yours did. They never had me do surgery. They just go, well, they can't do anything for that. And now I have a crooked nose. Yeah, I still have a crooked nose when I have the surgery. So. Even after all that. Well, God bless you. And uh, thanks for sharing your story this morning, okay? Of course. Thank you. Have right. a good morning. You too. Bye-bye. Fancy light. 98.5 The Bull, uh, Walker Hayes. I think he's getting a little dough off that one. What's he on Applebee's yeah, commercials he's all now? Yeah, those Applebee's commercials. Yeah. Look at him go. It's called Fancy Like. 706. Uh, Daniel, you had a question this morning. I know Gary's waiting, but what was your question? I thought about this, Ty. Neither one of us uh, in our adult lives, or uh, maybe no time in my life, have I been knocked unconscious. Yeah. And I wonder what it's like to get knocked unconscious. Hey, Gary, what's up? I have. I got knocked out racing motorcycles. It was during a uh, fair race at the Tulsa Fairgrounds. And uh, probably close to 100 miles an hour on the back straightaway, and the motor locked up on me, and I went down. And the last thing I remember thinking, of course, I'd been around racing and raced for a little while before then. I remember thinking this is going to hurt. And then the next thing I remember, there were people standing over me, and I was laying in the middle of the racetrack, the ambulance folks, and, and the, my dad and the mechanics. Uh, but it... I, didn't remember anything, you know. It's just like you just lose that 
period of time, you know, regardless of the length of time. Just lights out, huh? Out. Yeah, I probably wasn't out, you know, a couple of minutes, three or four minutes maybe at the most. But, yeah, it's just like, dude, did that really happen? Now, this is Gary calling. He uh, called us the other day and said he was on Y-Swap. And we, we looked at the YouTube. You said you said you did Y-Swap because you guys were a wrestling family. Do you mean professional wrestling or like high school wrestling? No, real wrestling, not the fake stuff. We we did the real wrestling. Now I went and looked. I went and looked at the YouTube clip, and I thought you were gonna look like you know like big giant husky wrestler. And I, you know, look at it, you look like Orville Redenbacher. Not what I expected. <laughs> Golly, dude. Well, you you stay mean. You stay lean and mean when you when you cut weight and you know you you work out hard. You don't you don't have a, di- a big diet of steroids when you're doing the real wrestling. Well, I thought you were gonna look like junkyard dog or something, but you look like an accountant. <laughs> Did you not? When you hear Gary's voice, is when you saw that clip of him on Wife Swap, Ty, did it? It's uh, did it match up to you, or does he look completely different than what his voice sounds? It reminds me a lot of when um, we all probably listened to radio when we were younger, and then when you met the people you heard on the radio, they looked totally different. And so with Gary, because Gary calls us a good bit, I went and looked at him, and it didn't match up with what my mind said he looked like. No, you're right. <laughs> well, I hope that's a good thing. I was a little disappointed, Gary. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Gary, our wife swapper, always calling the show. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. How do we find that clip again? If people are, are listening, how do, we, how do they so find it? So just that? to back up here, there's a, yeah. there was a show on television called Wife Swap, and they would pay you money to switch wives, and another person's wife would come live with you, in this case, Gary, and his wife went to live with another man. And you can see all this. It's actually on YouTube and stuff. And, Gary, how do we find it? I think, I, I believe you go to YSwap.com. No, 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 no. You do not go to that. I'll tell you that right now. You can't okay. go to YSwap.com. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> well, but what was I your last remember. name again? That's how I found it. Okay, Ketchum, K-E-T-C-H-U-M, just yeah. like the, the town in Oklahoma. Like Gary Ketchum, and then we type yeah. in Gary Ketchum, comma, YSwap, and we should be able to find okay. something not... Dirty at work. Uh, we yeah, could find yeah. a yeah. And then one of the clips was Gary sitting there at an art school or whatever, wanting him to. They wanted to paint a naked man, and Gary walks out. Yeah, that's right. It's like I ain't doing all this. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't going to happen, guys. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so on this wife swap show, they paid him twenty five thousand dollars, by the way. Yeah, I'll pay whatever you want for twenty five grand. And his new wife that he swapped with or whatever, she wants him to go paint a naked man, and it's like a real dude in there, and he's nude. And Gary, you just didn't want to do that, did you? No, they set me up. They said, because, you know, I, I'm not real artistic. I can't draw very well. And, they, you know, that that was one of the objects of the show, to try to teach you something new and, you know, open you up to, you know, maybe some different things that you haven't been, uh, you know, uh, inclined to. So they set me up and said, we're going to take you over to this art school, and they're going to give you some, <clears throat> pardon me, some art lessons to kind of teach you how to draw. I thought, well, okay, that's cool. So we go in over there and, and go in there, and there's a class sitting there. You know, but there's other people in there, and they bring me in there and set me down. Well, the dude's not in there, so we're all sitting there, and I'm just waiting. I'm thinking they're gonna, the teacher's going to come in and start, you know, conducting the class. And this dude walks in in a, a robe and steps up on this box and just takes his robe off, and he's <laughs> naked as a jaybird. How was his deal? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, from that 
that I didn't see anything. You know you looked, Gary. You know you looked at that, right? Gary was overcome with lust and had to leave. (laughs) (laughs) It was a blur. I headed for the door. Yeah, right. And uh, that was it. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Luke Combs, cold as you. You know, one good piece of advice I've gotten in my life, if you give somebody, if you let somebody loan, like if I give a loan to somebody, just pretend like that's a gift because it'll ruin friendships. You know, if somebody needs money, you just pretend like, okay, I'm just not going to get paid back. Because if they don't pay you back, then there's like a divide in the relationship. You know what I'm saying? I've heard of that, yeah, a million yeah. times, yeah. Because I've I've gotten burned on that. I've given friends money, and then, like, they're like, I'm going to give you this money back and 100 bucks or whatever. And then they don't, and then it kind of ruins everything for you. So now, you know, I try to give them. Did you steal $100 from me, though? I didn't steal anything from you. I know exactly what you're talking about. We were at Blake Shelton. Uh, yes. There was a block party beforehand. The beer cart only took cash because their credit card machine was down in the very beginning. Right. And I came to you, and I said, do you have any cash? Yeah. And you said, yeah, and then you gave me $100. I don't think I said, can I borrow $100? I just said, do you have any cash? So you, when you asked me, okay, because you were buying a beer for yourself. And you. And you got me one. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll give you $100. Correct. I didn't get any change. I didn't borrow any money from you, though. Did what? I say, may I borrow some money? No, you said, could I get 100 bucks? Uh, 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 what did you say? I said, do you have any cash? Yes, okay. And then you said yes. Mm-hmm. Then you open up your wallet and thumb and thumb through a bunch of ones. What do you like? I mean, a, a bunch of hundred dollar bills. Are you a drug dealer? How do you have all this money? I had been to the uh, casino. Yeah. Well, there you go then. So wait a second. Did I say can I borrow, or did I say do you have any money? Do you have any cash? You said in your defense, you did say do you have any cash? Okay. And you gave me hundred bucks. Right. There's no loan. And then you went and bought two beers, and I got no change. I continued to buy beers throughout the night for myself after you left. <laughs> yeah, I only had one. Okay. <laughs> so I don't get it. My contention is that was not a loan because I didn't say, can I borrow some money? There so were no limits to, oh. or no, uh, what is it called, criteria. So what I'm going to do here is, in the, uh, in the interest of keeping with the idea that if you give a friend money, mm-hmm. don't ever make it a loan, just get, I'm not going to say another word about it. But you did steal $100. From I'm going to even rub it in even more. Okay. Uh, I spent about $50 that night. Okay. <laughs> I went to the casino the next day, and with that extra $50. No. You No. I won. No. <laughs> I won Dude. the $500 at the oh, slot machine that I was bragging code, about the other day. Bro code dictates Mm-mm. that if you use your friend's money to win money at the casino, you got to split that money. It was not a loan. Dude, you owe me. How much did you win? 500 bucks. You owe me two fifty. Wrong, dude. It was my money that won the money, right? It was in my possession. It was my money. It was a gift to me because we didn't establish. <laughs> you know, I really did think about um, giving yeah. you half of that. Yeah, you thought about it. But I was it, right? like, no thanks. That's messed up, man. Because here's the deal, and uh, I don't know if I should say this on the radio, but uh, I tag will sometimes do some gambling on the uh, internet. You know, with the illegal. You know, they're in Singapore. I don't know where they are. And I'll bet on football. And I'll call Daniel. I'll say, I think this is going to be a good one. Do you want in on this? And you don't have to say yes. I just say, I think I've got a lock here. I can tell that, like, Vegas might be off on this one. I think we could win this game. And more often than not, I win you money. And I could just say, you know what? 
I'll just keep this money for myself, but I always do the right thing. And I get on my little Venmo, the cash app, and I send you your money. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you go bet with my money and I don't get a cut. That was not your money. You gave it to me. I, I don't get it. Like I'm at. A, do you remember I'm, the I, other night you and your wife went to the casino, River Spirit? Y'all did well at the blackjack table. And then you come back in and like rub it in my face that y'all win all this money. I didn't rub it in your face. I was sharing so, a good story it with out, my friend. Throwing it on the bed, laying on it, all <laughs> yeah, this bull. All right. And, <laughs> and now look. I just think. That if that was intended to be a loan, you should have said that to begin with. Like, here, I'll loan you some money. So I'm in line, or I'm at work, and Daniel says, hey, man, they, they're not taking cards over here. Do you, do you have any cash? cash? And I said, I actually do, which I rarely do, but I did that day. I gave you $100, and you think that that was just me giving you $100. Yeah, because that's what it was. <laughs> and then you go furthermore, use that same money, win $500, and I don't get a cut. I use that as my investment to make all the I, other I, I got to take calls on this one, man, because I think you're wrong. Like, bro code... And actually, human code should dictate. If you if I give you money, then you win. I should get a cut of that. Give us a call. I, 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 I'm i shocked. I think you're going to be shocked that nobody's going to agree with you. Why that? What I do at the casino is my business. With my money. It what, Hold on. You're saying with your money. This was my <laughs> money then. I can't believe Here's you got it. Here's a call now. Let's see what, let's right, see what they uh, have to 918 say. 918-8, uh, you want to take it live? Yeah, but give the number there. Right, here we go. 918-879-9898. Good morning, uh, Tig and Daniel. Who's this? Okay. Brent. I'm sorry. What's your name again? So, Brent. All right. Brent. So what do you think? I think it was completely unfair of Daniel. I think he should give you at least half of it. That's right. He won 500. I get 250. It was my money. Look at this. Yeah, the, easy. That's been broke code forever. Hey, Brent, why don't you give him some money then? I didn't. He didn't use well, my money give, to win. Give me fifty dollars and I'll go gambling. That's right. Win, That's win. right. That's right. All right. Thanks for the call. Fair. Hey. All right. Thanks, Thank man. You. Hey. Good morning, Tig and Dano. Who's this? This is Debbie. You got to turn that radio down, Debbie. Come on, Debbie. I did. All right. Thanks. So, what do you think about this? Uh, well, if he's really a friend, he would give you the money that you uh, yeah. that y'all spent out there. That's right. What? Uh, well, first of all, you ask him, which one am I talking to? You're, I'm Tig, and over there is Daniel. Talking to both of us. Yeah. Okay. I think Daniel needs to give Ty his money back. That's right. Because he just said, do you have cash? And I'm sure you said all you had was $100 which bill. Which I never have. I don't want to come on the radio and sound like I, I just had been to the casino, got some hundreds, and uh, that's the only reason right. I had any cash at all. Well, if he was any kind of friend, he would give That's you right. the, uh, the half, the $50 back. And if he didn't want to do that, then he needs to split his winnings with you. Uh, Debbie, did you just hear because him say he that he had like been, he's, Hold on. You just heard him say he'd been to the casino and ha had nothing but hundreds in his wallet. Do you think he gave me a little taste of that money that he won at the casino to only have hundreds in his wallet? Well, first of all, you started out with getting money from him and then not giving him his change back. That's right. So, he stole. So what you need to do stole. is either man up and give him his $50 back or uh, give him half of uh, the 500 you won. All right. Well, thanks for the call. How so about this, Debbie? I don't give him a red cent. 
Ooh, don't be so hateful. I uh, know. He's such a nasty. <laughs> Debbie says I'm hateful. Yeah, Thank you, you Debbie. All right. Thanks, Debbie. All right. One more? Yeah. Right. Hey, good morning, Tig and Daniel. Who's this? This is Amy. You guys going to have to turn on that radio, Amy. She did. All right. I did. Okay. So what do you think? I'm thinking this is a bigger problem of the entitlement phase of, I don't know. Who thinks they're entitled to somebody else's money? Are you liberal? What are you, liberal, Tug? What? <laughs> she, she hung up. I don't know what that was about. What, is what that, is she talking about? I'm not sure. Did Entitled. you hang up on her? She accidentally hung no, up. No, she just. All right, one more now since that didn't last. Here we go. Hey, good morning, Tig and Daniel. Got to turn on that radio. Oh, my God. Who's this? Hi. Hey. Oh, Dusty. All right, Dusty, so you know the story. So D- Daniel should split his casino winnings because I gave him the money to win. Yeah, well, I don't know about all that, but I- I've got a story uh, about uh, a friend of mine. This has been like 10 years ago, and he was we were working at a major health care system there in Tulsa, and I'm not going to say who it was, but anyway, uh, he was gambling online at work on their computer sweet yeah and as they walked him out the back door and i'm talking about this six-figure income so don't don't gamble on the company's computer right tag that's totally unrelated <laughs> to what we're talking about but don't gamble i used to do that though <laughs> on the company's computer hey thanks for the call hey good morning tag and daniel who's this Uh, So what do you think? Daniel uses my money to go win money. He should give me money. Okay. Okay. Did you know when you handed him that money that he was going to go gamble with it? No. I I gave him money to buy a beer at the Blake Shelton concert, and he he doesn't give me change out of 100. Okay. But, I mean, he kind of did ask for it, and you kind of did just give it to him. You didn't say, hey, make sure you bring my change back or nothing. I didn't say any of that. I just expected him to be Finally. Expected him to be a decent there human. There is a rule. There I, is a rule, though, when no, you no. go gambling together and That's you right. hand somebody money to go gambling ah. and they win, you split it. Ah. But you didn't hand it to him to go gambling. He just kept the change so out of the money it. you right. gave him. Out of the money you gave him and did not ask for change back. <laughs> and Am I crazy? If, if I, listen, if I go to KFC and I buy a $20 meal and I give him 100 bucks, I want 80 bucks back. I mean, like, I don't get it. I'm not the colonel, Tug. You didn't. <laughs> I just said, do you have any cash? You said yes. And uh, you, you gave me some money. That's not giving it to you. I expected change back. And then you go win money with the stolen money, and then you won't even cut me in on that. Buddy, when it that's comes to crazy. me, you get to lower your expectations, buddy. All right. We, we eventually have to give away tickets here, so we got to stop this. Also, let me just say, a lot of times we go to the casino and you do your little trick and you say, hey, uh, I, I got a lucky feeling. Give me some money. We'll go to the craps table. And about nine times out of ten, it just disappears. <laughs> so, all right. Well, anyway, uh, to be continued, I guess, we're four minutes away from uh, tickets to be a VIP at the fair with Chris Jansen. How about that? Well, what, are right. you going to kill four minutes, or are you going to go to break here? We can take a little break, and then we'll, as soon as that's over, we got free Chris Jansen tickets. How's that? All right, that sounds good. All right.
98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Eddie. Eddie's going to play for uh, not to be just one in the million. He's going to be a VIP out of the millions because uh, Chris Jansen's playing. You can win tickets to be front row. And uh, off the air, you said you're excited because your wife wants these tickets really bad, right? That is correct. All right, Daniel, let's win some white tickets here. What are we going to play? Eddie, the name of this game is Three Songs Plays. I'm going to give you, uh, because people that listen to country music listen to really all kinds of music, right? Yeah, we all do. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to name three very famous songs, Eddie. You just have to tell me the name of the band that performed them. And after you say the name of the band, you have to say Plays. Plays. No, no. Plays. Plays. No, no. You draw it out more. Oh, plays. There you go. <laughs> That's perfect. All right. All right. First up, three songs plays. The three songs, Sympathy for the Devil, Paint It Black, Brown Sugar. Uh, the ACDC. Ooh, Eddie. That is not correct at all. They sang uh, another great song called Gimme Shelter. Quite right. Quiet right now. Uh, Mick Jagger? Oh, Mick Jagger. Okay. Yeah. Now, what band is he? <laughs> oh, uh, it's not Aerosmith. It's, uh, man, I'm losing. I- I'll be honest. We're off to a terrible start. Uh, Eddie, you need to study up on your music. Plays. Plays. Can I answer plays. for him? I'll, I'll do the first one. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It's Rolling Stones. Plays. Rolling Stones. There you go. Right. Rolling Stones. That's right. We can only go up from here, Eddie. Uh, the next three, oh, so- no. <laughs> the next three songs, "This Kiss," "Breathe," "The Way You Love Me." Ooh, uh, do I get a lifeline on this one? It's the lady that's married to Tim McGraw. Oh, uh, uh, Faith Hill. Faith Hill and play. Play. <laughs> there you go. It's so stupid. But okay. <laughs> Up next. <laughs> The next three songs plays. It's Kiss, Little Red Corvette, When Doves Cry. You don't know any three of those songs. Well, I'm kind of on the spot. Didn't he have the uh, Party Like His 19? <laughs> what had, was it? Yeah, Party Like His 1999. Right. Very famous musician. Passed away. I think a couple of years ago. He'd be royalty, music royalty. Not the king, but the... Prince. Prince. There you go, Prince. And then... Oh, Prince plays. Plays. All right, up next. You're not doing good here. Uh, The three songs plays. You are not alone. Smooth criminal. Rock with you. Also, the songs Thriller and Beat It. Michael Jackson plays. Here you go. There you go. (laughs) He's catching on. (laughs) Finally catching on. Here's a newer artist. uh, Three songs plays. Poker Face, Just Dance, Alejandro. I got no clue. She was in a movie that actually... Am I right on this? She was in a movie with Bradley Cooper that was actually a great movie called yeah, and A Star a is Born. Yeah. A Star is Born. She was fantastic in it, actually. Oh, I, I know. Um, she's not a man, something. but she's a lady. That's right. Yeah, Lady Something or other. It starts with a G. 
Uh, Gaga. There you go. Ah, didn't oh, hit wait, 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 wait. Didn't hit the play. Play. There you go. <laughs> All right, and final one. Let's 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 put him out of his misery here. Uh, toxic, crazy. Oops, I did it again. Britney Spears plays. There you go. That one he knows immediately. Yeah, he's good on Britney. You big Britney fan? I didn't know it was the last song that uh, you said there. He's a Britney Spears fan, for sure. You ain't got still alive. Guys always have to deny it. Like, oh. Right. And meanwhile, they're listening to Toxic on their way to home. Okay, uh, so you, you picked up tickets to see Chris Jansen, VIP style, at the fair. And we've got more tickets tomorrow. That'll be Friday, 740, right here on 98.5 The Bull. Have a good day, man. Thanks for playing. You too. Thank you. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Tig and Daniel, I guess one of the most popular shows right now, uh, Yellowstone. Uh, people seem to just love this show, right? I've never met anybody that's like, eh, I don't care for uh, Yellowstone. I think your wife is watching it right now. Have you watched any of it with her? Man, I'm missing out on this one uh, so far, but I cannot wait. I love Kevin Costner anyway. Then why would you not be watching Yellowstone along Man, with the rest of the country? This guy... It's something unbelievable at Kevin Costner. He goes to that Field of Dreams game with the baseball. You know, the they played baseball at that farm in the famous movie. And he looks about the same as he did 30 years ago, doesn't he? He looks better somehow. Uh, somehow. And, uh, you know, this show, Yellowstone, Nothing it's amazing. Nothing do is for today. Ranching is only business where the goal is to break even. Survive another season. Like, just the trailer makes me want to watch that. Yeah, that's the point of the trailer. Yeah. you got to watch this show. Shut Hudal uh, from Big Country, are you watching uh, Yellowstone? Uh, no. And I should. It's, I just love that trailer. Now that makes me want to watch the You series. guys realize you're, like, in entertainment and you're not watching maybe the most popular show on television uh, right now? I, I'm going to go home and watch it. Like I the guess guy, I am. Yeah, I'm going to go watch it. I'm sorry. I haven't watched I've heard about it. I haven't watched it. He's such a good actor. He I is. mean, uh, Kevin Costner is freaking amazing. He's really good. I just discovered, I didn't know this, but I discovered he's in a uh, band. It's called Kevin Costner and Modern West. And I wanted to play a little clip here. Uh, Hootow is a musician, and I just wanted to get a okay, a critique yeah. of uh, what sure. you think about this music. And, and be honest. If you want to destroy Kevin Costner, do it. I will. Or if well, he, I will. he's good. And, and, and you too, Tig. I'd like to know what you guys think. Okay, here Here's we go. just a small it's clip. Kevin Costner. The name of the song is uh, Won't Stop Loving You. It's by Kevin Costner and Modern West. I still wake up every morning You're the first thing to cross my mind I still smell your sweet perfume In the early afternoon When that mountain wind comes blowing through the pines You're the only thing around here I'm holding on to Cause my heart won't no, my heart won't. No, my heart just won't stop loving you. All right. Wow. What I'm impressed. Sing? I'm impressed. He's, that's him singing, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a great voice. I mean, it translates, you know, actors, you know, going to the lines, lyrics on a song. That translates very well. He does very well, I think. What I thought think? it was fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's, yeah. That's I one mean, you can play on, on, on uh, the bull here. Don't, don't come in here. Oh, I thought you meant <laughs> big country. Um, no, I said the bull. I okay. What I'm don't used you to like his, about it. Let me finish here, Huda. I'm <laughs> used to his gravelly voice on Yellowstone now, and I can't. When he sings, he sings like in a higher pitched voice. 
Well, I mean... But you you two haven't watched the show, so how can I have a conversation with you about uh, Kevin Costner if you haven't watched well, the just, show? Well, I know who Kevin Costner is, for crying out loud. And I watched the trailer, and he does have a... I think he's putting on a little bit, you know, with that voice of his yeah. in the new show. He's Yellowstone. acting. Right. He's you doing what he's that, supposed Daniel? to do. But, I mean, he's like... It makes me mad, actually, because I have no discernible talents whatsoever. <laughs> and, and you got this guy who can act and can sing, and, and he's good play, looking. Play I mean, guitar like, too. Sounds like everybody's going to be mad at me. But you know what he sounds like to me a little bit okay, uh, from another we. movie. All here right, we go. Steven Seagal. No, <laughs> Steven Seagal. You heard his his voice was a little high. Okay, in that. It sounds to me a little bit like this song from way back in the day. See if you can identify this song, Tig. You probably, um, you probably remember this. Gee, I'm glad it's raining. There's always something to be thankful for. I'm awfully glad well, I, it's raining. What, what's the Are you song? Are talking about the movie that no this was associated with? Your it's when it Ernest goes to camp. Yeah, he sounds he like sounds Ernest. Like that? A little, his voice is like high. A little bit, yeah. He listen, sounds like Jim Varney. Just, yeah, just listen a tiny bit. No way. In your eyes. Sure, I'm glad it's raining. The gentle rhythm. And Jim Varney had a nice voice, too. I was going to say, like... Now I'm going to switch back over to Kevin Costner. Okay. See if it doesn't sound a tiny bit like... Every morning You're the first thing to cross my mind I still smell your sweet perfume In the early afternoon That's Kevin Costner. Yes. That mountain wind comes blowing through the I like that song. Tell me they don't sound similar to each other. The only thing well, maybe the cadence of, maybe the cadence of it. And their, you know, their but, voice but sounds similar. Voices. Varney sounds more, you know. <laughs> Kevin Costner is a little high-pitched voice. Listen, you know, the guy can't have it all. He can't do everything. He's a great-looking guy. Phenomenal actor, television star, movie star. I, I got maybe so excited. Maybe it's not his thing. I don't I think up, he likes Kevin Costner, do you? I looked up to see if he's married. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he's, he's married. So Why sorry. would you look that up? Yeah. Because I was curious if he's like, you know, Kevin Costner, and do you have a shot? No, you don't. Does who have a shot? Ladies who listen to our You're program. You're a weird dude, man. <laughs> well, maybe, I thought he uh, meant Daniel. I'm trying to, uh, like, <laughs> compare, like, his singing to Jim Varney, or Ernest Goes to Camp no, singing. No, Jim and, Varney's and, more nasally. And uh, Tig's looking him up on Mr. Skin. <laughs> I haven't seen him nude yet. Oh God! Uh, you know, Kevin Costner, shirtless. He's got three kids. Uh, You're just now reading about him. Yeah, I'm just learning about him. So, wow. Well, thanks for preparing. Yeah, while, while guy, we're on the show, it kind of makes me mad. Why does it make you mad? Because he's like, you can't. Like we've had friends in our life, Hoot, Hoot Al from Big Country, and like there's this one guy named Chris. We know the guy is like handsome. Like, it, he seems to be like, I don't know. I don't like it when people have all these talents all at once. Like, you can be good at singing or you can be good at acting. When you're good at both those, I just think I, I feel terrible about myself. Does that make sense? 
So uh, the, the name of the band is Kevin Costner in Modern West. If he were performing at, say, River Spirit Casino, would you go see him? I'd, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, to definitely. See Kevin Costner. Yeah. Just to see Kevin Costner based on his musical performance. The problem, with him, he, the problem with him is he's so famous that I don't think people give a rat's about his music. I'd go see Steven Seagal. He, what do you keep bringing up Steven Seagal for? The guy's like, it's like 30 years ago. Oh, okay. 30 years ago. 30 years. <laughs> how'd, how'd you get the show? I saw uh, Billy Bob Thornton once, and I... I'm seeing Sling Blade the whole time when he's trying to sing. I'm still seeing him. We we should get a commercial here, but who, I would like to tell you a story about my dad. If okay. That's okay. Yeah. My dad, he's one of these guys that uh, you know you see celebrities on television. And do you remember a lady called Kelly LeBrock? Oh yeah, sure. He used like, to be in the uh, Steven Seagal movies. Yes. And my dad openly admitted that he had this crush on Kelly LeBrock in the sense that you would have a crush on a celebrity. Well, yeah. She was beautiful. So I lived in a town in Alabama called Fairhope, Alabama, a uh-huh. tiny little town. But right next door is a battleship. And Steven Seagal marries this Kelly LeBrock, right? Yeah. And my dad, you know, for years was like, man, Kelly LeBrock, she, you know, she's, she's the bomb or whatever, you know, people say. And the Steven Seagal comes to film a movie in Mobile, Alabama, which is like next door to my hometown. It was the movie Under Siege. Under, Under Siege, Siege, yeah, That's with right. Gary Busey. And they had a battleship and all that, yeah. and they used the battleship down there. So my dad's talking about this lady, you know, a celebrity crush, right? My dad's outside cutting the grass. And because they had to move to our little town for like nine months to shoot this movie, he looks over, boom, his celebrity crush. <laughs> Standing right there. At, at, moved in next door. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, how fun. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. What are the chances? Well, did your dad ask her out or anything? Uh, no, he was scared. <laughs> oh, he scared of Steven Seagal, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Kelly LeBrock was in that movie Weird Science, yeah. which every teenage boy, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in my wheelhouse, everybody mm-hmm. had a crush on Kelly LeBrock. The crazy thing about Tyke's dad, though, Hudal, was that then after he got over his Kelly LeBrock crush, he developed another crush. On Do you who? remember the movie with um, Kevin Spacey? It was called American Beauty. Oh, the girl on the roses? Yeah. Yep. Mira, what's her name? Mira. Mira Servino. Servino or something like that. Yeah. And you're not going to believe this. <laughs> okay, he's looking up her now. But um, Tyg's dad then was enamored with her. Well, that's kind of natural. And t- then tell what happened, Tyg. I'm trying to get the girl's name right. I, I don't think we got it right. Yeah, it's, I think it's Mira Servino or something like that. What's her name? Mina Savari. Okay, we were close. So my dad hires this guy to come over and fix his shower and, like, redo, yeah. redo the shower, okay? okay? This is crazy. And so the guy's, like, redoing tile. He's, like, one of these guys that can do that kind of stuff. His sister is Mina Savari. Are you serious? And Mina Savari comes to town and says, you know, she's taking an interest in her brother's life, and yeah. his craft is, like, you know, remodeling. I'd like to see some of your work. Mina Savari comes to my dad's house. Oh my! To look God. at the shower. Wow! Ain't that crazy? This is the second celebrity crush <laughs> that Tyke's dad in had, his yard. had met. <laughs> it's so crazy. And I, I Tyke's dad was not a silver-tongued devil. He no, was no, no, like, no. Huge <laughs> dork. <laughs> Don't say. <laughs> like he had no game whatsoever <laughs> at all. But now I'm trying to think: How could I get Kevin Costner to come to my house? You, have you might have you might have a gift if no, your dad had two celebrity That's crushes right. like twenty years yeah. apart show up at his house maybe you could get somebody to show up at your Isn't house like crazy? Kevin Costner. So there's that. Does anybody have a celebrity crush on you, Hudel? Um, I think a, a heavy set woman in a muumuu and Chakota maybe. Uh, Tyg has I mean not Tyg uh, Hudel has uh, 
And celebrity she's sweaty. Rep- repuls- she's real sweaty. Repulsion. Yeah, I don't, I don't like them. <laughs> it's uh, 818 with Tiger Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys.